When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All-State, two-year starter, and rush in for the Big Red and NFL vet. Is Dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's Blackshirt Jay Moore with Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity Roadshow here at Rosie's Downtown. We're presented by Cornhead Lager. Tenth and P is where we're at. For Monday Night Football, Detroit and Vegas, we say hi to NFLer Husker Big Red wrap-up. It's Jay Moore at Jay Moore 44. Jay, just so we're clear, as folks watch on video, you are not taken hostage. You're just in the corner by choosing, correct? Correct. I'm a, I, I put myself in the corner for the interview. I'm currently up in <laughs> Omaha at a conference right now, but we're on a break, so... Um, very, very happy to be out of the conference and chit-chat with uh, <laughs> you guys about Nebraska win this afternoon. So you're you're a strict uh, wins a win guy. Did you pull any hair out, though, with the turnovers? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think just how they, they come about. I mean, you open up the game with a turnover again. You're just like, geez, mm-hmm. these guys. I mean, can we – this is why we can't have nice things, right? Like, you can't – you got to take care of the football. And – so that was frustrating, but there. But again, the, the defense ability just to not give a dang where they where they're put, and they just continue to make plays is so impressive. But then again, you look towards you know late in the game, and you're feeling really good about yourself. You're up twenty four nothing, and then you get a, a Harburg fumble. You know after he gets killed, you know uh, didn't see a defender. Uh, in the flat and gets smoked, fumbles it. You know, they score a couple of plays later. They make a good play. Guy makes a great play in the end zone for a catch. And then with Harburg's, you know, getting banged up and the bloody lip scenario and Jeff Singh comes in and you have that whole scenario where they score on defense and you're just like, it's 24-14 and you're feeling really, really good. And all of a sudden you're thinking, how are they going to lose this football game? And that literally came in, comes into your head just because everything gets moving so fast. But it's a different team. This is a different team now. Uh, they just they they just don't seem to flinch. And when things are kind of sliding down the cliff, somehow they're able to to stop you know the momentum in in from the other team and just keep things going. And that's just what's been so impressive because it just has been sloppy. The offense has been sloppy. The defense is has able to help and put an end to that sloppiness and, and bail out the offense in the scenarios. But I mean, if you look at it from you know, they're leading the nation in fumbles and fumbles lost. I mean, most teams in that scenario are not five and three. You know, they might be, you know, you know, two and six, three and, you know, three and five, whatever it may be. So it's it's wild. But, yeah, it's it's definitely – it's uh, unsettling and very stressful watching this offense because it's just – you know it's, it's going to happen. Sometime or some – it's almost like Murphy's Law, right? Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. It just seems like it just happens with offense. But – we're just in a great position right now that our defense is so damn good and is able to hold teams and opponents to, for, to field goals and can block field goals and return for touchdowns and 
just keep that momentum from changing uh, against you as it can so easily in college football. It's Jay Moore with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. We're talking Nebraska-Purdue. And, Jay, Matt Rule got up on Monday in front of the media and said that that he wasn't as happy with the defensive performance today as he was on Saturday once he got in and looked at film, said the tackling wasn't as good as he expected it to be. And there was some stuff there from Purdue to take advantage of that they didn't necessarily take advantage of, but he thought there were some plays there that they could have had. And he wasn't as happy with that defensive performance as he was on Saturday afternoon. And I want to get your thoughts on the defense. When you look at the fact that that defense could have pitched a shutout if it wasn't for Nebraska's offense giving them a short field once and then the scoop and score. Nebraska very realistically could have had a shutout against that Purdue team. That's how well it looked, at least to me, like the defense was playing. But Matt Roll clearly thinks that they can still continue to play even better. So I want to get your thoughts on, on just how well the defense played on Saturday. Yeah, listen, it's situationally, they played pretty darn good. I always I look at you get put into tough situations as they've been put in all year long with with the turnovers, and they continue to hold teams with field goals or push them out of field goal range, and they got a punt, or they go for a fourth down, they can't convert. So I think they've done fantastic in that area. But I do think they, they got a little slop in the back end and sometimes on the coverages. Pass rush wasn't as good as you'd like to see, and it just seems like when they did get a decent amount of rush, you know, Carter's able to get out of it. Now he's a good athlete, right? So, But you'd like to see guys get the quarterback down and, and get some more sacks in that scenario. But it's but it's nice to, I mean, even though when you look at it, they held them to, you know, under 100 yards rushing, 100 yards passing, I mean, that's just that's just fantastic football from a defensive standpoint. But you got to look, you know, you can you can get, um, you gotta just got to correct the mistakes that were made. You can you can look at it and say, yeah, we, we played obviously well enough to win, but you have to always address everything, and no matter, you have to, whether it's a win or a loss, you always got to address everything the same. And I think that's what they're doing. Obviously, that's what, is being done is yeah you guys did some good things but you, you got away with it you know you got you got touched the oven a couple times and didn't get burned now you, you can't tend to do that otherwise you are going to get burned you're gonna you could get burned against Michigan State you could get you could get burned against uh, Maryland you could get burned against Wisconsin Iowa so just got to clean up those things uh, and they will they'll get them cleaned up and and nice thing is too is as you know the defense you know they're they're playing well and you can kind of be uh, you can feel yourself. I'm not saying they're getting complacent a little bit, but sometimes you just need to get you have you get a checkup, right? And I think Coach Rules is making sure that defense is is being checked up on and saying, "Hey, you guys just aren't as good as you think you are." Sometimes, so let's let's keep on getting better. Jay, does this offense like touching the oven? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's some sickos out there that, that are just I mean, that are just into pain and suffering, and I kind I mean, of kid, have, but like, it seems like they have oven mitts on the way they can't hang on to the dang. Oh, I know. I mean, it, it, it's too bad because what I liked about the offense is, man, you see, you saw some explosive plays. Okay, you you, mm-hmm. you saw Lloyd get downtown for a monster touchdown pass. You, you've seen some pitching going on with the option play that. Got some eight, seven, eight-yard gains on first down. I know that's not an explosive, but second and two was nice to see occasionally from the offense. And then you saw Emma Johnson come in and rip off a 28-yarder. So there was their offense looked a little bit better to me, clearly, than it did against Northwestern. And, uh, you know, Harburg's just kind of keep getting better and figure it out. I got nothing for the who, what, or why with, with Sims turn the wrong way, and then insult to injury with stopped short on fourth and one, and then it's a fumble and a scoop and a score. 
Uh, I like your point about that this is a different team, but there's still some of that same PTSD with Nebraska fans where it went from 24 nothing to 24-14. Uh, Nebraska responded the right, the, the, the right way, but do you think Nebraska's got enough in them to to get to Indy? You got four games left, starting with Sparty. Oh, um, you know, I'm not even. I can't even go that far. You're just worried I about know. Saturday, huh? I'm worried about Saturday. Literally, I've taken the same approach as that Coach Rule wants. I mean, I'm just worried about Michigan State. Can they beat Michigan State? Yes. Do I expect them to beat Michigan State? I think I do, but they can easily lose this football game. You know. Talk, I mean, that's a. I, you'd have to ask me that question if they, you know, they're they haven't lost, you know, going into the Iowa game. I think if that's a possibility, I think that's a fair thing. I just not right now. I don't think so. I just think if this offense continues to be to turn the ball over and has the same issues, I just it's, like karma, man. It's just it's just football. Like the football gods, I mean, we've gotten the good, we've gotten some bounces. I mean, we should have more. I mean, thank heavens. Uh, Newsom was in place to pick up the Bullocks, you know, uh, muff punt, right? I mean, you can only, you know, like I said, t- play around a stove, play around fire, do do things you're not supposed to and get away with it. So I just, that's hard to keep playing on offense and, and doing the, the things they've done through the first eight games. Let's turn the football over and continue to expect to win football games. It just doesn't work like that. I mean, Rule said it last week that, you know, I can't believe we're minus, what, six or minus eight in the turnover category, and we're four and three. Like, that doesn't happen, right? He said that last week. So uh, they can't they, – if they continue to do that, I just think that's going to – it's going to bite them in the rear end here real quick. They can just – like I said, somehow offensively, you're going to have – listen, they're going to have it. You're just – it's football. You're going to have a helmet hits hits the ball perfectly or a tip ball, whatever it is. Uh, there are things that happen. nice thing is hopefully the defense can recover and – and make plays and get turnovers as well. But for them, for me to sit back here and say, you know, can they make the Indy? I don't, I mean, as of right now, no, I don't think so. I'm not even expecting that. Can they be in Michigan State? Yes, I that absolutely can. And I'm sure they're, I think they're early favorites already in Vegas. So um, they just got to continue to battle, man. It's just every game's different. Every game is so different. Harburg's got to continue to get better. He's got to get a better feel in the option. He's got to learn to take hits better. He's got to learn to probably get on the ground. Like going to contact a little better, and just that's how you're going to take care of the, the ball as well. Just you got to learn how to take take a hit too, and uh, it's tough to do when you don't get hit in practice as well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> look for you know looking that far in the future. That's that's um, that's way too. That's I can't even go there yet. And with the fact that you know this wasn't even close to being discussed, you know, at the start of the year as well. Well, Jay, is it fair to say that? This week, Maryland's going to be practicing. Uh, excuse me, Michigan State's going to be practicing punching the football out. And the next week, Maryland's going to be practicing punching the football out. And then Wisconsin's going to be practicing punching the football out. Once you show that weakness, everyone knows about it and even almost compounds the issue even more when everyone knows this team's got fumbling issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, it's, you're always working on that stuff throughout the week. You always are as defense. You have certain drills and, and time frames of practice. You're working on getting the ball out. Some guy's uh, wrapping up the ball carry. The next guy's coming in and ripping it out. You're, you're preaching it, you know, day in and day out in practice from from the defenses coach's aspect. and uh, But now you know that there's blood in the water. You know that this team is ha, has a propensity to do this. And it just makes you that much hungrier, and you're going to want to do it more and more, and that you're going to work on it more and more because you know, like, hey, this team's going to give it to us. Just know this team is putting the ball on the turf and be ready to scoop and score, be ready to get on it, 
and get the ball back to our offense. It's no, it's just because this is what it is, right? Uh, Nebraska just fumbles the football. They just do that, and uh, they got to be, you know. And I'm just, just the opposite. Nebraska's practice this week. I guarantee you that the quarterbacks are going through the gamut of things of getting their, you know, the the ball swatted at and you know tackled, somewhat you know wrapped up, and all sorts of all, all sorts of drills are going to be going on. And same with the running backs, same with wide receivers. I guarantee you, Bullock's catching more punts this week than he's ever had to make sure you can, uh, even make sure you don't drop them, and um, somehow, some way, just try to find some sort of hope that you can take care of the football better in his last four games. Because, like I said, I, if it continues, it's I'm not, I'm not questioning you know making a bowl game by any means. I think they can still find one more win the rest of the year. But god dang, it's just you're just playing your man. You're just you're just playing with fire, and eventually you're going to get burned. Uh, if, if you continue to on this trend that they're on. Jay Moore with us, Hale Varsity Radio, on the road here at Rosie's, 10th and P. It's where you can find us on Mondays. Detroit and the Raiders get going here in a little bit. We'll uh, talk some NFL with Jay Moore, but more thoughts on Nebraska and their quest for, well, a repeat of what October's been, and that's a unbeaten November. More with Blackshirt Jay on the way. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Jay Moore is with us, Hale Varsity Radio, Cornhead Loggers powering Hale Varsity Radio. We're here at Rosie's 10th and P downtown Monday night road trip as the Raiders take on the Lions. We'll get Jay's take on the NFL here shortly. But, uh, Jay, the, the light has turned on for a lot of guys. You could argue Ty, you could argue Nash, you could argue Butler, could argue Giff, you mm-hmm. can argue both corners and Newsom and Tommy Hill. Who do you think's playing the best ball right now defensively? Man, they're all playing really good football right now. I think, you know, obviously Ty Robinson's playing at a high level, Nash Hutchmaker's playing at a high level, Isaac Gifford's playing at a high level. Uh, I know Luke Reimer's working his way back into, into playing mode after being out for a couple of weeks with infection. Uh, Newsom's playing really, really well. You know, he probably doesn't get as much as attention he should because I think teams are staying away from him because he's pretty good in coverage. Uh, Tommy Hill stepped up here and got some interceptions the last couple weeks. Um, you know, Omar Brown's done a great job. Uh, you could just go you could go down the list. I think everyone's playing good. I mean, Butler, uh, Princewell. Princewell had a fantastic play on that sweep, that play out to the flat, uh, the little screen pass. That was just a, That was awesome. That was a great play. Uh, you, you mean Judy has a blocked field goal? Uh, uh, Kim Lenhart's playing at a high level. I just, you don't you don't play as well as you do defensively as they played through eight games this year and not have guys playing at a high level. I think everyone's has up their up their play, their confidence is at all all time level, and they have the right mindset. They just have the it's it doesn't matter where the ball's at in the field; they're just going to stop you. And that's that's just it's a beauty. It's a thing of beauty to watch them have that mindset. It doesn't matter what the, what the call is, what the score of the game is, what the down and distance is. It's like this is what the call is. We're going to execute it. Uh, we're going to communicate it, and we're going to come get you. And it's it's fun to watch. It truly is fun to watch. It's nice to know when you do have an offense that's you know has has their issues that even they're put in the toughest situations. This defense is going to is going to bow up and and do their job and and limit the, limit the bleeding and, and hold teams to field goals if put in tough situations. It's Jay Moore with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Jay sticking around for some overtime with us here as a part of the Black Shirt Hour. And Jay, 
let's talk quickly about Michigan State and what Nebraska faces this weekend. It's a, it's a ways off, but Michigan State is a team that is spiraling, to say the least. They lost Mel Tucker. They have lost six straight games since then. They're not the team that you thought they would be at the start of the year. Lost some players through the transfer portal as well. And I want to get your thoughts on what the danger of a team like that is because a lot of Husker fans out there are chalking this one up as a W despite the fact that Nebraska goes on the road because, as you laid out, Nebraska's a road favorite against a team that really everything that can go wrong has gone wrong for them this year, and I'm sure they're pretty down on themselves. But what's the danger of playing a team like that? Well, I think they're Michigan State's still a pretty physical football team. And, uh, you know, I, I watched most of their game against Rutgers. They should have beat Rutgers. Rutgers able to come back in the second half and, and squeaking out a win somehow, some way. But it's, it's hard. You know, you're, you're, you're playing a bunch of guys who I know it's, things have changed. You, you've come to play for Mel Tucker. He's obviously not there anymore. You've had some teammates leave because of the situation. You've struggled. You've had losses. But you just don't ever want to give a team like this a hope, a chance. And when I say that, it's turn the football over and uh, be sloppy and um, not do the necessary things you need to to win on the road. And, you know, like I said, the blood in the water, these smell blood in the water, and they will attack. You know, the Sharks will come out and, and they'll do their thing. So it's always – you always got to be – I don't care who it is. I don't care whatever team is, what they've dealt with throughout the season. They're playing at home. Yeah, they have not had some things go right with them. Uh, but they're going to be ready to play. They're, they're fighting, man. There's, there's still kids that are uh, have Division One scholarships or Division One athletes. They still have really good coaches on that staff, and they're going to be coached well. They're going to be they're going to play hard. So they got to be Nebraska's going to be on top. They got to be on point uh, to to get a win in East Lansing. I mean, it's it's I don't know when. I mean, it's been a, obviously a few years since we. I mean, obviously the last time we were there was the was the punt disaster, right? I mean, Nebraska should have won that football game. <laughs> So we've, we've had some crazy wins up there. You know, I can think of the uh, Turner catch in the end zone, you know, and I can think of Taylor Martinez's runs up there. But we also had some crazy losses. And I want – just give me another win. And that's just what you're trying to do. you just got to battle. No, you're, it's a four-quarter game, man. It's an absolute – it's going to be a brawl. It's going to be a battle. And, uh, it's, again, who makes less mistakes? Who, who uh, controls the time of possession? Who's able to make some big plays? And – and uh, create some turnovers is, is going to be one of those football games. Jay, going to go to the NFL before we say goodbye. Jay Moore with us here. We're at Rosie's, 10th and P, downtown Rosie's. It's Monday night football. We'll put a bow on week eight in the NFL. And Detroit's minus seven. They got absolutely annihilated by Baltimore last week. The Raiders trying to get to 500. Uh, if we see a viral video later of drunken Raider fan versus drunken Detroit fan. Who are you betting on? Raider fan or are you betting on Lion fan for the drunken video brawl winner? Not the game, but the fight within the game that that tends to happen. That's tough. Those are are two fans that have been through a lot. And they're They're both tough. I mean, you got Detroit and you got... Each man, I mean, the Lions guy has a little more... The fight, you know, to this year. The Lions are pretty darn good. Yeah. But the Raiders fan, they've been through a lot. <laughs> but they've, probably than... done, they've probably done time. Oh, easily. Easily. I've, listen, I've, we played the Raiders many times in preseason, and there was like four fights that would break out against Niners fans every game. <laughs> it was like every clockwork. I mean, and it's, it's crazy uh, what, what will tend to happen. 
I, I got the link. That is the game in Detroit? Is it a home game in Detroit or is it in Oklahoma? It, it is. Uh, no, it's in Detroit. And I got to just say, I'm picturing, you know, tech Niner fan, you know, Silicon Valley guy versus yeah. leather vest, no sleeves guy and it pro- <laughs> with chain wallet. It probably didn't go well. No, def- that, that's the scenario. It's definitely not going well. I mean, that's that's the back. Those back in the days of of Candlestick Park. And, uh, and, and, you know, the, in the Oakland Athletics Stadium where they currently play, I and mean, that's where the Raiders played when they're in Oakland. So those were uh, two very old, not-so-fan-friendly stadiums. Uh, that, that, those brawls went down so many times. I think they had to put a, I think they put a stop to San Francisco because they'd play them every year in preseason. I think they put a stop to it for a while because so many fights were breaking out when the 49ers and, and Raiders played in preseason. It's just like, I mean, what are we doing? It's a preseason game, right? And you still got – guys are still going at it just you know all full, full of liquid courage it's uh it was always constant entertainment but give me the lions guy tonight because they're at home yeah and it right. feels to me with those two fan bases raiders fan more likely to have a shank on them lions <laughs> fan more likely to have either brass knuckles or just just having a gun on them so you don't want to bring a knife yeah. to a gunfight and and it's hard to pick against that you wow know? you think detroit <laughs> detroit little, little kid rock that's what I'm saying. It's either brass knuckles or you just got the gat. One of the two. Or a firearm. <laughs> All right. Either fan has a... Anymore, I wouldn't be, you know, less surprised. Jay Moore, Blackshirt Husker NFLer, with us. We're here at Rosie's 10th and P on a Monday. Jaybird will get caught up again, talk Michigan State next week. Thanks for the time. Yep. Talk to you next week, guys. Thanks. Good to spend time with Jay Moore, Blackshirt Husker NFL, or catch him on Big Red Wrap-Up tomorrow night. We're still here at Rosie's, about 10 more minutes. They got uh, league action tonight, bags action. 10th and P is where we're at here at Rosie's. Uh, we'll get you ready for Michigan State Week as we get ready for East Lansing.